From beyond the Adirim Holomag, I'm Lonis Locke, and you're listening to Beings of the Galaxy. I'm not sure how many of you know this, but hosting Beings of the Galaxy isn't my full-time job at Beyond the Outer Rim Holomag. I'm actually a travel writer, but the nature of my job allows me to do both well. For instance, I covered the games on Vrothio, but while there, I discovered Rewind's story, which you can listen to in episode 5. Or I was on Coruscant writing about a new opera sensation sweeping the galaxy, But I also found Kip Rooney's Tattoo Parlor. Again, you can listen to that story in episode 8. As I've said in the past, everything happens for a reason. And finding these beings and these stories while doing my full-time job never will be a coincidence. Usually, I stumble across the beings whose stories I tell. But recently, one of them came to me. Introducing Star Lace, an artist on dress there who invited me to the opening of her new collection. In her note, she explained that she found Beings of the Galaxy randomly while surfing the holonet, and when she listened, she felt immediately connected to it. She explained that she believed we shared a similar power, and she wanted to tell me all about this power if I would come see her latest collection. Well, my interest was immediately piqued, and I brought the request to my editor. Funnily enough, they had actually been planning on sending me to dress there to cover the opening of a new art museum. (laughs) Everything happens for a reason, right? Now, I'm no art expert. I do love it dearly, though. When I first moved to Noel, rather than purchase a bed, (laughs) I bought a painting. Nothing spectacular, just a sunset that reminded me of those on Crastily. So I handed over the credits I had been saving for a bed and bought the painting. That did mean I spent the night sleeping on my clothes, but it was worth it. The painting still hangs in my apartment to this day. So yes, I love art and how personal it can be. How an image or a sculpture can speak directly to your soul in a way words can't. Thus, I immediately jumped at the opportunity to cover the museum opening. Unfortunately, it was on the same night as the opening of Stara's collection. And so I wouldn't be able to attend but I wrote back promising I would stop by the gallery the next day. I found the gallery easily on the day of my visit. It was in the same district as my hotel, just around the corner from a colorful town square. It was busier than I anticipated, especially for the early hour I decided to stop by. There were hollow screens in the windows advertising Star's new collection, Women of the Galaxy. This was going to be a good one, I could already tell. When I entered, I was greeted by a receptionist. Stara invited me. I'm Lana Slock, I told her. The receptionist's face immediately lit up, and she made a call. Soon, a tall Miri Allen, wrapped in scarves and beaded jewelry, rounded the corner. She introduced herself as the curator of the gallery, Ontaria Blake. She told me that Stara was so sad to miss me. She had to travel off-world early that morning, but she wrote me a letter and asked that I read it before viewing her collection. Ontaria handed me a datapad, then went back to the gallery guests. Meanwhile, I powered up the datapad, took a seat on one of the recliners at the front, and I read. I picked up my first holocam when I was six. My very first picture was of my older sister. I'm told the holocam was hers and that I'd snuck into her room and stole it. I wasn't sure how the device worked, but somehow turned it on, and I captured my first hollow when my sister stormed into my room looking for it. 
It's a blurry hollow for the most part, aside from my sister's face. Mouth open, mid-yell, eyes wide in annoyance, hand outstretched as she reached for the hollow cam. It's a bad hollow, trust me. I'm no prodigy. My sister gave me the hollow, and I kept it by my bed, staring at it every night, mesmerized by the device's ability to freeze time, to hold it hostage for the entire galaxy to witness. This was the greatest power a being could possess, I thought. And being the ambitious child I was, I decided then and there that I would learn this power, master it, and wield it for good. Getting where I am today was far from easy. It took me ages, and it wasn't until I was at my lowest when I finally made it. I first tried my hand at taking travel hollows for hyperspace holomag, but I quickly found myself bored with the inanimate landscapes as my subjects. There was no story for me to tell in the hollow of a mountain, at least not a story I was interested in. However, I couldn't just up and leave this job. I needed the money, had just started out on my own, and no way was I hopping on a shuttle back home to Reyna. I'm a proud person, Lanis, and my parents warned me about pursuing this career. You better believe I wasn't about to give them the satisfaction of saying, I told you so. I had to figure it out, and that meant staying with hyperspace. My editor was gracious enough to let me switch to a different assignment, taking food hollows. I worked closely with the writer, traveling to new places and capturing the hollows for her while she tried different foods and interviewed those who made them. While this was more interesting to me and a little more creatively fulfilling than taking hollows of some random seashore, I still felt like I was missing something. There was more to my purpose. I knew I was close to discovering what freezing time meant for me, but I didn't realize how close I truly was. One afternoon after taking hollows of the different foods at a festival on Arthane, I sat in the shade of a tree to eat, and I watched. Watched the people strolling by. Watched two children chasing each other, running into an elderly couple before being scolded by a parent. I witnessed two lovers share a kiss before one shoved the other's face into a frosted cake. I saw a customer haggling with a jewelry merchant, a group of young people picnicking and playing a card game. That's when the thought crossed my mind. This moment deserves to live forever. These people deserve to live forever. Time needs to be stopped at this very moment. So I grabbed my hollow cam and I began. I wanted to make this into my full-time career, but knew I needed a collection to present to my editor. So I carried two hollow cams with me at all times, one for work and one for my purpose. Off the clock, I'd wander the streets of whatever world we happened to be on and I'd find beings whose lives were deserving of being preserved. A year of doing this passed before I decided I had enough hollows to present to my boss. I had a whole plan, knew exactly how these hollows fit into the mag. I envisioned a column with these snapshots of life, moments capturing the people who deserve to live forever. My pitch was quickly shot down. My editors didn't understand the impact a column like this could have. Who cares about the beings in the background? Our readers want action, they said. They want excitement. They want to see the celebrities, the heroes, the people they aspire to be like, not the people who are just like them. The dismissive way my editor spoke about the subject in my hollow struck a chord. This was it. This was the end. I said thank you, and I quit. I knew how important this project was, and it was time to stop being scared and to dedicate myself to finding the people in the galaxy living lives deserving of eternity. I sold my apartment, bought a small ship, and I took off. I did as I did on Arthane. I froze time. It was the best year of my life building my collection. 
It was the hardest as well, don't get me wrong, but it was rewarding, Lannis. So very rewarding. I was hungry to find the beings who lived fantastic lives on their worlds, to witness the adventures they went on, to make sure others had the chance to see them. But I received so many no's, Lannis. Every Holomag, every Holonet news outlet I went to, they all turned me away, not seeing the value in my project. It was infuriating, frustrating. How could I have such a power and yet couldn't share it the way I knew that I needed to? The year quickly came to a close, and I was out of time. My ship needed repairs I couldn't afford. Stars, I could barely afford the essentials to live off of. It was time to give up. Having decided to sell my ship, I landed on the nearest world to me. Dressed there, a small, metropolitan world in the mid-rim. I left my ship in the spaceport and took off to get a drink. It had been a long day. There was a dingy diner just outside the spaceport that I stopped at. The service was fast and the food decent, but I didn't need much. I needed cheap and quick because the shuttle back home to Reyna was taking off soon, and as much as I was loathing the look on my parents' face when I stumbled back into their home, I knew I had to do it. I mean, what else was I going to do? The server droid came back with my check, and I paid quickly so I could finally go back home and lick my wounds. This was it. This was the end. Only... It wasn't, Lannis, and you'll never believe what happened next. I think about it to this day, and I still get chills. I was on my way to the spaceport, about to walk in before someone grabbed my arm. A young woman holding a data pad. Holding my data pad. I think this is yours. You left it in your booth, she said. I mumbled my thanks and was about to leave, but she touched my shoulder again. Did you take these hollows? Five words, Lannis. Five words that I didn't know were about to be my saving grace. A simple question, I thought, that came from someone who had sneaked through my data pad. I didn't realize my shrug would open the exact door I had been hoping for. Turns out that young woman was the assistant to Ontaria Blake, the foremost art curator on Dress There, and they'd been looking for a fresh, new, up-and-coming artist to highlight in their gallery. The assistant said she had a feeling when she saw my hollows that I was that exact artist they were looking for. Well, Lannis, I missed my shuttle and instead spent the rest of the afternoon at the gallery, the very one you're standing in at this exact moment. I shared my art with Ontaria, told her my story, my power, the ability to stop time. That was four years ago, Lannis. Ontaria offered me a permanent place in her gallery, right there on the spot. A place where my hollows would be displayed, changed to reflect the times, the beings who lived through them. What good is the ability to freeze time if there's no one to witness it, Ontaria told me. I said yes immediately. Over the past four years, I've displayed all kinds of beings from all different walks of life. And at this particular time, the collection you are witnessing is one of women. Women from all different walks of life the world builders and the people uniters, the healers and the fighters, the rebels and the leaders, royalty and ordinary, women in all their various forms. The most unique being in the galaxy is a woman, for she is needed at all times and everywhere, women deserving of infinity. I'm sad to have missed you, Lannis, but duty called me to the other end of the galaxy. I hope one day our paths cross. We are similar, you and me. 
Two different kinds of storytellers, two different beings who have the same power. We freeze time and we make sure others have the chance to see it. We help the beings of the galaxy we find live forever because they deserve that honor. Not because they've done anything heroic, not because their names are plastered on hollow screens across the galaxy, not because they make the most powerful speeches or lead soldiers to victory in wars. No, because they live in our galaxy too. They have an impact on the lives around them. And that in and of itself is their power. And I think is true heroism. With gratitude, Star Lace. Oh, and make sure you go through the entire collection. The ending is quite special. After finishing Star's powerful letter, I gave the data pad back to Ontario and wandered through the gallery. It was truly spectacular. Star had found all kinds of women from all different backgrounds to celebrate. A mother who had lost her arm, saving her child from a burning building. A teacher who gave her life savings to see her student attend university. A salon owner who created beautiful wigs for women who lost their hair due to illness. A ballerina who gave up her life on the stage to open a studio on her poor home world so girls could learn to be just like her. The list goes on. I found myself growing emotional as I continued through the gallery, seeing all these powerful women and knowing their stories were being told. At first, I felt a twinge of guilt that I wasn't the one to tell their stories. I have graciously been given a platform to tell these stories, where Stara wanted to do the same, and yet was denied. Seeing how many more beings out there whose stories I hadn't told broke my heart a little. But I had to remind myself. I'm one person. There are billions of beings in the galaxy. I can't be the only one telling their stories. But what if more of us, storytellers in our own rights, took it into our own hands to tell the stories of these beings? To freeze time and capture a snapshot of their lives that will live forever. What a gift we can give to the galaxy if more of us take on this responsibility. I did as Stara asked and I made my way to the end of the collection. When I rounded the corner, my breath caught in my throat. At the far end of the gallery was a hollow of me. Me. Lannis Locke. Shocked, I walked up to the hollow, my eyes flickering over to the description. It said, Lannis Locke, the storyteller of all beings. It's strange when you see your work impacting others' lives. It's an odd feeling to see the influence doing what you love has on another. But above all, it's tremendously humbling. I started Beings of the Galaxy because I love people, and I love hearing their stories. I started Beings of the Galaxy to share these stories with, well, with you. And now, others are joining me on this journey. Stara has joined me on this journey. I've received letters from listeners who've discovered their own beings in the galaxy with stories they want me to share on the show. This 
This has grown far more than I could have ever imagined. I usually end each episode with some insight. Something I learned from the being story I tell. But today, I just... I just want to say thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me share these stories with all of you. My life has been changed because of them. And I hope yours has too. Thanks for joining me, Lana Slock, your host for another episode of Beings of the Galaxy, a Beyond the Outer Rim Holomag production, bringing you the stories of the everyday people who make up our galaxy far, far away. We'll see you next time.